Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Alongside Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so, we'll get to questions and answers. 314-399-9646 is the Air Comfort Service text line. But right now, we're going out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by John Denton. You can find his work over at cardinals.com. You can follow him on Twitter at John Denton 555. John, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great, Brandon. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you on, especially with Matthew Libertor getting the call up to start today against the Brewers. Uh, John, this was something we got word a little bit about early yesterday, and then officially they uh, announced it yesterday after the game. Uh, for our listeners, can you take us through kind of what Ollie Marmol explained to you guys when he told you what the decision, what went into this decision, why Libertor tomorrow, why the six-man rotation right now? Well, Brenda, they're in a uh, streak now where they're playing for 17 days in a row. You know, the last off day was Thursday before Boston played those three, and then they're playing every day for this week and next week. So they're in a stretch where they feel like they need to give their pitchers, uh, you know, a little a little bit more rest, push them back, uh, you know. And another thing, Milwaukee is 28th in the league in OPS against left-handers. They were last in the league last year. Milwaukee does not hit left-handers well. Uh, Jordan Jordan Montgomery pitched a great game last night, uh, pitched tough luck. Uh, Libertor has been really good this season in the minor leagues. Uh, there is a little bit of concern. He's given up five home runs in the minor leagues. Uh, that was a problem last year. He was, you know, he's two and two and I think eight games last year for the Cardinals, but he gave up uh, five home runs. Uh, but but anytime you can get a lefty on the mound against the against the Brewers, you, you know you usually uh, the odds in your, are in your favor. John, with Matthew Libertor coming up, I, I know a couple weeks ago we talked about Stephen Matz potentially losing his spot in the rotation, moving to the bullpen, and, and he's been good his last two outings. But is there a scenario if Libertor is good in one, two, three outings, depending on how many he gets here up at the major leagues? that he could take someone's spot, maybe Steven Matz's spot in this rotation, or is it just simple as, hey, he's up here for the six-man rotation, and when we go back to a five-man, he's back down to AAA? Yeah, you know, when we asked last night, if you know, is Libertor here for one start, or is he here for, you know, for, for several starts? Uh, Ali Marmol didn't want to answer that. I mean, <laughs> obviously, obviously there's a chance. You know, if he goes out and pitches well tonight, you can rest assured he's getting another start. If it goes poorly tonight, it may be a one-start thing. But, you know, all along – you know, a lot of people were, were clamoring for, for Libertor to be called up. Well, he was only going to be called up if he was going to be here for, for multiple starts. They don't want to, you know, jerk him around and start him one time and send him back down. Uh, if he pitches well tonight, I think he'll definitely get a second start, maybe a third start. Uh, the, they want him to come up here and, and be good. You know, that's the, their, their rotation has not been good enough. Even during the stretch where they played better, they've won – almost despite their starting staff sometimes, uh, you know, they need that starting staff to go deeper into games. It's not really something that's going on across basically baseball. There's a lot of five and dive guys now. Uh, it's kind of been the way with the Cardinals. Uh, but but it, if Libertor comes up and pitches well, you can rest assured he's going to get another, at least one more start. 
Uh, John, another move that I'll be curious to see if they make today is with Dylan Carlson. He he wasn't available the last couple of days with that ankle injury. It sounds like some of the quotes yesterday weren't super awe-inspiring or uh, confidence-inducing with him saying that he's, he's hoping to be back as soon as possible. Do you think there's an IL stint coming today for Dylan Carlson, John? And if so... What do they do there with the outfield? Because the only guy that's on the 40 man that's down in the minors right now is Moises Gomez. It feels like Oscar Mercado makes a little bit more sense when it comes to their their active roster and potentially having a guy that can play center field, but they would have to make a 40 man move for that. Yeah, there's also a guy on the 40 man roster named Jordan Walker, but uh, that's a whole different point, right? Touche. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> um, uh, Moises uh, Gomez had a. Uh, a two-run single last night to tie up that game. Jordan Walker had two more hits down there last night. Um, I actually think the, the news was pretty good last night with uh, Dylan Carlson. The fact that he was able to take batting practice was a good sign. Um, the ankle hurts more when he bats left-handed than right-handed. Um, you know, when I saw him walking on Monday, I thought that was definitely going to be a uh, was going to be a, an IL stint. He was really hobbled on that ankle. Um, he, he was encouraged on Sunday night. On Monday, he looked like he was walking like a 65-year-old man. And then yesterday, the news was pretty good. So, you know, w- with these kind of things, it's always about the next day. So he took batting practice yesterday, had no problems batting right-handed. Uh, but now let's see how it feels today. And, you know, if, if, if he comes back sore and hobbled today, I think you put him on the IL, you backdate it to Sunday, and, and, and you get another outfielder up here because – you know, we know Tommy Edmond can play right field, but it's not something you want to do long term. Uh, you know, Juan Juan has had had trouble on a ball uh, at the Green Monsters the other day, so you know maybe they're a little leery of doing that right now. But you know, if if Tommy backslides with this thing, if he wakes up today and it's worse, I, I could see him going on the IL. But yesterday was actually positive news coming out of him. That's good to hear. John Ditton is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can find his work over at Cardinals.com. Staying in the outfield, John, specifically with injured guys, uh, Tyler O'Neill is expected to go on a rehab stint at some point later on this week. Uh, it doesn't sound like we know yet where he's going to be going or how long he'll be down there, but I saw yesterday Derek Gould in his chat mentioned that he believes the Cardinals will look into potentially trading Tyler O'Neill after he's off the I.L., What's your perspective on that? How do you view the maybe immediate and long-term outlook for Tyler O'Neill with the Cardinals? Yeah, well, first off, uh, he's scheduled to, to, to go on a stint on Thursday. Uh, that's what they're looking at now. I would guess he's going to play at least two or three games down in the minors. Uh, you know, he started off last week hitting off a tee, then he's been hitting off a coach, and uh, he was supposed to take uh, full batting practice. That's something he'll probably do today. We, we saw him running and throwing yesterday at Bush Stadium. He's making progress, um, but but I know there is a frustration there. There's a frustration with Tyler with the Cardinals, and there's a frustration with the Cardinals with Tyler. Like, you know, he spent all offseason working to try to make his body more baseball-friendly and, and injury-resistant, and, you know, it, it, the Cardinals kind of wonder, you know, what do we have in this guy? Is he a guy we can depend on? And this was supposed to be a big bounce-back season, and they – they granted Tyler's request to let him play center field, and you know that didn't last long. But uh, you know, there, there's frustration on both sides, and anytime you have a surplus, anytime you have extra outfielders, or you know, you're gonna you're gonna look to trade from that area. And I, I totally think that you know that's an area where the Cardinals feel like they have a surplus if he could return the right caliber guy. They don't want to give Tyler away, Tyler O'Neill away for nothing. 
they still think he has potential to be a really good player in this league, but he's got to stay healthy and he's got to become more consistent. And to do that, he's got to get back on the baseball field. John, with that in mind, I, I brought this up in the office to BK earlier today before our show. Would the Cardinals consider trying to put him at just the DH spot? Because I, I look at the Minnesota Twins, and they did this with Byron Buxton, where he's played in 39 games, and all 39 games have been DH just to keep him on the field. Do you think there's a chance the Cardinals may explore that option to just try and keep him healthier and stay on the baseball field and try this one more time? It, it makes sense, but, but you know, Part of what makes Tyler O'Neill special and what part of what makes him valuable to the Cardinals is the fact that he's a two-time gold glover. What makes him special is he can run. He can, you know, he, he's got top-end speed with some of the best in baseball, like Byron Buxton, like you mentioned. Uh, you know, I, I think that's severely limiting him if you, if you talk about just using him as a DH. And, you know, let's face it, he's, he's hitting two twenty eight. He has two home runs and six RBI. Like, you need more out of a DH than that. Uh, you know, p- part of what makes Tyler O'Neill special is that complete package. Uh, you know, if he's just a DH, he's, you know, half of, half of what he could, could possibly offer. So uh, could they consider that? Yes, but I don't think they will because they, they want him in the outfield because that's, that's probably where he's at his best uh, as a player. John, final question that I've got for you. Lars Newbar yesterday was leading off against a lefty, and this is something that I've been wondering if they're going to do because his splits against left-handed pitching is, has been excellent this year, and it's really been the case uh, over the last couple of years since coming up to the Cardinals. He had not been doing that previously. That's something that they had been doing with Tommy Edmond as their leadoff hitter against left-handed pitching. I kind of liked it with Newt Bar at the top. I wouldn't even mind Tommy Edmond batting fifth against lefties uh, and just kind of putting that as the sandwich around that middle of the order. Do you get the sense that's something they will continue with, or was that a one-off based on uh, the way that the roster shook up with Dylan Carlson being down yesterday? I think they absolutely love that that move, Brennan, because uh, if you look back at the Boston series, uh, Lars Newbars is a guy who really stays in the box with, with lefties. He lets the ball get deeper. He went the opposite way four or five times against, uh, against Boston. You know, we kept remarking on it as if he was aiming for that monster. I think he had two opposite field doubles. Uh, last night, he really stayed up, stayed in there against the lefty early in the game. He just missed a, a double down the line a couple of times. He lets the ball go deeper, uh, you know, deeper. And then he hits it the other way, which is a really good sign. And like you said, he's not splitty. He's a guy who, who's going to work deep into counts. He drew a walk again last night. Uh, like I said, he, he was a foot foot and a half away from, from a double last night against the lefty. Um, they, they really like the bats at large takes because of the way he works counts, because of the way he's willing to go the other way. So I think he could be the, le- he, he could be the leadoff hitter regardless who's pitching, righties or lefties, because he takes such good at bats. It's strange, too, because Tommy Edmond, he, he has a 600 slugging percentage against lefties this year, and that's kind of been the case over the last couple of years. In, in a weird roundabout way, Newt actually profiles better as a, as a left-handed option against uh, those left-handed pitchers with a 472 on base percentage, but not a whole lot of slug against them. And then Edmund yeah. Hulse profiles as a middle-of-the-order bat against them. It's It works out pretty well for them, all things considered. Hey, John, we appreciate the time, as always, man. Enjoy the game tonight. You'll be able to see Corbin Burns out there. You see Libertor back up for the first time in 2023. Uh, should be a fun one out at Bush Stadium today. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. You guys keep up the good work.